The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And a happy St. Patrick's Day to you <laughs> this edition of Mix Shots inside the SWBC podcast studio at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, we were here last week. Mickey Spagnola was not here last week. Has anything wait, wait, happened? Wait, wait, wait. Mickey wasn't here last week? He wasn't. You didn't Heck notice? no, I wasn't. Remember, he was on a ski slope somewhere. Oh, and I was sitting over there. That's right. You That's were, right. Were, right. Yeah. I, I, when I sat there, I was hope, I was thinking that the chair would make me, like, cranky. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it didn't. I was, like, the same person all over. And it helped you be knowledgeable? No, it did not. No, no, not, not at all. No. I did Oh, pass no. it off to you. No. You did not. No, I no. was. Uh, Bill I was, had to save the show because I was definitely dragging it down with your energy from your chair. I was. Let's uh, just call it what I it was is. thinking about you guys. <laughs> you were. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought about you. Didn't call in. I almost. I almost called in. And I just <laughs> didn't feel the energy. Ah, what do you say, Chris? Going down that old bunny hill. Yeah, Mickey's going. Yeah. Oh. Not the black diamond. He's going down, down the, the bunny hill. Oh, yeah. Bunny hill. All four. Yeah. Yeah. There's three of us. <laughs> um, well, you didn't come in on crutches, so no. that's a good thing. Thank goodness. My, yeah. my Achilles passed the test. All how right. many times have you been on IR, man? I mean, how many times have you gotten hurt? IR? Yeah, like cr- crutches. Okay, 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 okay. You probably can't count that high. Probably four times. Four times. Four you've been times. On crutches. In how many years? I think the first time I it was like, but how how forty some years ago? Okay, wow. So in the last like it's like five years, it's been like three times. Three, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. You're starting to break down. <laughs> that's what it is. That's why that's why you can't sign these over thirty year old free that's agents. Right, right. You better be careful. That's right. Better be careful with the guaranteed money. That's right. Baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. I haven't had any guaranteed money. <laughs> Well, uh, and it was a good time, by the way. You had a good, good time. You yes. needed it, didn't you? Yes. Where'd no you go? tan, bro. Was your tan? I mean, you I know. was covered up. It got cold. Early Where were you? Uh, Summit County in Colorado. Okay. Um, I'll tell you one funny story. First day, finished. We were at the top. Going to ski down one more time, and that was it. Took a break. Went in, and got some water, warmed up, came out. My skis were missing. Whoa. No skis. What happened? Oh, no. They weren't there. Someone took them. You're lying, bro. No, no. They That's, weren't. It must have been accidental. This is a they funny story? So it gets funnier. Okay. So I kind of hung around for a while, right? Like outside the, the upper mountain house, there's like four racks of skis, and I knew where I put mine. They weren't there. So I kind of waited and said, okay, maybe somebody by mistake took them, right? So I started looking around, and I found another pair of skis that were exactly like mine, Mm -hmm. except the poles were different. They had red handles. And I'm going, okay, somebody can't be that stupid to take mine and not notice the poles on the handles on my poles are black and his were red, right? That's, is that a little distinction? Is it that's I mean, huge? Okay. okay, okay. So I hung around, hung around, and it was cl- getting ready to close up, and those skis were still there. And I'm going, that guy took my skis, but it was an accident. And, but I said, what are the chances that he took my skis and his foot, his boot, fit in my bindings? <laughs> right, right, right. right. So you have to have another little pip so, walking around so there. So I, I was sitting there. <laughs> yeah, and, and what are the chances somebody's got a foot size, my right? size, right? Right. right? So so I was sitting there, and, and my wife goes, well, see if those fit you. And I go, well, there's no way that's going to happen. So they fit. They fit, right. Yeah. So I took a picture of the skis, 
and they told me to go down to Lost and Found when I get down. So I had to ride the darn gondola down. I bet you look so cute. I bet you look so cute. Right? Well, take those skis and ski them down. <laughs> so, to Lost so and found. I, I didn't. Hey, it sounds like like a plan to me, Chris. Yeah, that's what it I would. Sounds done. like a plan to me. Someone so you know what? There was a sticker on the guy on the guy's skis. It had his name on there. Right? So I took a picture. I go down to the Lost and Found where they told me, and the guy says, "Yeah, you know what? If we got his name." We can look up his lift ticket and track him down and see if he took your skis because I left the other ones up there, right? So he was waiting on somebody else, and he said, okay, we need to fill out this form. So we start filling out the form, and I showed him the name on the skis, and he repeated it and had the guy's address. So must have bought him, right? There's a guy standing next to me, and he goes, wait a minute. That's me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He took my skis. He had them in his car on the rack, and then he realized that the the poles were different. And he came back to see if somebody yeah, but see nobody somebody took that his that skis. small distinction. That's tough to, you know. What are the chances though? The guy was standing right there. How tall was he? Oh, he was he was a little bit taller, not much. So I marched him right to his car to get my skis. I said they might send yours down, but give me my skis. And you know what the moral of the story is? Rent skis. <laughs> no, the moral no. the moral of that story is that the Cowboys haven't done squatting free agency. Because <laughs> we're talking about Mickey skis the first five minutes. What do of you the mean? Show. That's a good one, Bill. Yeah, they're, that's what that means. That means we have the, nothing to talk about. They're on the verge. We have of, other teams to uh-huh. talk about. They're not on us. the verge of signing Dorrance Armstrong. You're not excited. The, the only, the only. Yeah, we can talk about not what not signings we had. Let's talk about the not <laughs> well, signing we had. How I about that a, one? I got a long list. Yeah, I here. bet you do. Well, that I wanted the top of the list. Go right to the top. All right, yeah. Where, where, where are we starting? There's so much to talk we gotta about. We got to start. Here. We got to start with. Come on, come. We got to start with Randy, guys. Come on, let's just start. Yeah, with Randy. absolutely. Right, let's just get All it right. out of the way, man. Let's go. Let's, let's go. just get it out of the way. I mean, what do you think happened? I mean, what was the what was the I don't deciding factor? Is it that obvious that the man just wants to go somewhere where he can smoke some weed? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that obvious? Come on. Having been in Colorado for a week. Where it's legal. <laughs> where it's legal. I'm sure you smelled it at the airport the, as soon as you came in, didn't you? The dispensaries are about as plentiful as 7-Elevens. Yeah, yeah. Every, been there. I've every, been there. Every corner, by the way. No. Uh, I don't uh, – you know what? I'm not sure he wanted to be here. I don't know why. And he didn't have the nerve to tell Jerry no. And wait, wait. Okay, say that again. He. I don't think he. I think his agent wanted him in Denver. Okay. Schaefer is based in Denver, right. by the way. Yeah, but but that is that a factor? Your agent tells you that. I think Jerry talked him into it, and then at the last minute, it was like, okay, we're going to come up with some menial excuse for not signing. So the agent's running everything. You're telling me Randy Gregory well, has no say in his own future. When you're talking no, about I think his, he when didn't. You, I think he wanted to go to Denver, and he didn't have the nerve to tell Jerry no. So we. So you think that um, after all that that we've been through together, you know, uh, bringing him out of, you know, really from being out of the league, hanging on to him, having trust in him, kind of, you know, molding him a little bit, making sure he's okay, give him a chance to to to. Have a new a second career, and then to him feel indignant that the Cowboys didn't trust him and had that in his contract. Come on, after what they've been through with him, yeah. How long was this? Was this? Well, it's been six years, right? Yeah. He was a two twenty fifteen draft choice, that long. right? But he only played seven five. seasons. Yeah, yeah, five five years of but, service. But 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 you know, going through all the ups and downs together. Right. Yeah, together. You would think that he would say, you know what, this is my place. This is where I'm going to be. I I I don't. I, that's why I. I mean, we're in harmony. You you think we're in harmony? I I, mean? I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I I don't think there's any logic to. Uh, the entire thing, and and his agent has been around for a long time, so don't tell me he came up with this excuse that oh they snuck this clause into the contract. He knows what the Cowboys' contracts are. He knows to to read the whole thing. Right. Don't don't come up the last minute and say oh we changed our mind. 
And 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 the other thing that ties into this, uh, I was reading. See, I was told from here, Von Miller was going back to Denver. And then when Denver saw that they couldn't afford yeah, Von Miller, $120 million. They yeah, decided, well, it's actually, it's actually three years, $53 million. It's a little under $18 million a year. It's uh, uh, 17 and a half over the first four years of mm-hmm. the contract, $51 million guaranteed. But after Denver saw that they couldn't afford that, they said, okay, we're signing Randy Gregory. And it was cheaper. So, yeah, I, I, there's no way they tried to sneak something in there. It's there. It's on everybody's contract. Schaefer knows that. And to come up with that was the excuse, uh, I, I just So don't the, think, the Gregory don't, contract, even though it reads five years, $70 million, $28 million guaranteed, what is it in reality? It is... Is it two years, twenty-eight million? It, it basically. Two, so it's five years, seventy million. Um, it, it he's guaranteed his guaranteed twenty-eight million. Right. And so four million base salary for twenty twenty-two, fourteen million base salary guaranteed for twenty twenty-three. So that's eighteen and ten million dollars signing. So that's bonus. twenty. Yeah. So it's twenty-eight million. So by the third to. year, they can get out of it with a. It was a ten million dollars signing bonus. Uh, yes. And so um, the way so I looked at, at it, million, at six million dollars on their cap, they get a, out of it in their third year. From a cap of cap standpoint, it, it's a three-year, forty-two million dollar deal, and they can get out of it in twenty twenty-five for four million dollars in dead money. Okay. So yeah, it's twenty-eight million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you think he's do you think oh, getting up back forget the number do you think that he is that influenced by his agent to where he was like hey man forget what these guys did for you you know this is where you need to be in Denver I'm I'm convinced somebody got in his head is he that is it that easy to get in his head I don't know what kind of kid yeah he is. and I don't I don't know I don't that know what kind of either because he, he seems he, I mean he I think he's pretty bright and pretty mm-hmm. sharp uh, and I don't know that. He did, he, you know, he got indignant because he's, you know, and here's the weird thing. If you get suspended, you don't get paid. That's part of the league. And it's part of the league that the team has to write to get prorated signing bonus back from the games you missed. Go ask Lael Collins. Mm-hmm. That's why Lael Collins fought his six-game suspension. It wasn't about, well, I got to play. No, I got to get my money. And, and, and that's why he was fighting the suspension. So I, now, what is what is the nuance between uh, Lyle Collins versus uh, what would happen with uh, Gregory? Because you're talking about suspensions versus fines, correct? You're talking about the clause in the contract. Yes, that, yes. It's it's but it, it's a suspension. So they have the right to get money back from okay. you that they've paid. And you. the process would be the same whether you're talking. There's no nuance between the two. Well, I, I don't know that the fine, like if the league finds you, they don't suspend you now for right. testing positive right. for uh, a substance. Right. Um, if you get fined, I don't know how it league works, but I, I guess the team, if you're the team, wouldn't try to get money back because you're not missing anything, right. right? But if you're missing something, they have that right. So, I. I I was I was shocked, and they were too, by the way. And and then you know, then there was this thing floating around that, well, the Cowboys screwed up the negotiation because Jerry and Stephen weren't part of it, and you know the, their capologist Adam was taking care of it. No, they were on the phone with him and had convinced him to sign with the Cowboys, but Denver was already talking to him. Right. That's why. I wrote today that, you know, the Broncos on their social media tweeted out, surprise, <laughs> and it's like, do you think anything surprises me these days? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that their uh, delay in working with him as well, because it seemed like he was not necessarily priority. We got Gallup done, right? Yeah. Um, Cooper's gone, right? Creation but he signed space. the same deal with Denver that he was mm-hmm. going to sign with the Cowboys. So 
Minus the clause. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's the same deal. Yeah. Well, so, minus the clause. Right, right. You, you, but I, but, minus the clause. But they That's said key. we didn't know that clause was in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't believing it. So, how upset should the Cowboys be that uh, Randy Gregory's not on the team? I think they probably should be very upset. I think so. Especially after all the time, effort. And remember, what was it, two years ago? They advanced him money and extended his contract so he could pay for his rehab when he wasn't playing and when he got suspended that entire season. I mean, they've been over backwards to keep There's him. There's no doubt. They've, they've made some uh, concessions. No doubt they have. So Okay, maybe I'll rephrase it this way. Um, do you two think that he should have been a priority in free agency? Well, he was. They were signing no, before no, free. No, I'm saying, in began. your opinion, in your opinion, if you were if you were calling the shots and putting this team together, would he? Would well, you it? think they should have paid him more? No, I, I, I'm myself. I'm yeah. like, look elsewhere. I'm just looking at the track record over the last seven years. Mm-hmm. Right. And with More that kind with that kind of money with that kind of money and it, it and it's not the off the field stuff at all because that's seems to be taken care of. It's I mean the, the production has not been there. Uh, this past season even the production was not there. He he didn't stay on the field for 17 games. He had six sacks. There's plenty of guys out there. And you can find you can find edge rushers. Go go find some other edge rushers and spend money. It's a that lot way. of them out there. I mean that's that's the way I looked at it from the get go. Is okay. He's unless he comes at a at a rate that that you're comfortable paying, and I would not have been comfortable paying fourteen million dollars a year hmm. uh, because I'm not. I haven't had the production. I mean, it's sixteen sacks in his career. And move on. Let's go. Let's let's find somebody else. See, I think when you look at some of the plays that he made, that, I, and I see the the talent is course. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You saw some of the yeah. amazing plays that, that went along with an entire group that was making a lot of good plays. So he fit in well with that group. And so, yeah, you could bring somebody in another edge rusher. Edge rushers don't have to necessarily be in tune to the defense. They're edge rushers. Mm-hmm. They're very limited in what they have to do, their responsibilities. But that's what gives them the ability to kind of uh, be creative physically. They don't have to think too much because they're, at, they're, on, they're just playing edge rushers. But, yeah, you, you know, when you look at it, he did well within the concept of this defense and all those other guys that were making plays. But, but it wasn't sustained over right. the course of an entire season. And I think part of what you would be paying for is the threat because you know what he's capable of if he ends up producing and other teams have to account for his presence. Right. And, and it's not all sacks. It's his ability to put pressure, and he had a bunch of pressures, um, led the team in pressures, if I'm not mistaken, and, and, and the fact that he could play the run. Now, if he just stays on side, uh, <laughs> um, but that's another. We had a few of those games. Uh, that's another. But there another. are a lot of edge rushers right. out there. There's I mean, no doubt about it. We are we we in re, in regards to just getting to the quarterback. Yes, we can always find someone. But can we find someone that could do the, the small things? Right. You know, the play the run well and the be way. the they, threat that he yeah. that he. They wants. got a better edge rusher playing linebacker right now. Well, they do, but then <laughs> yeah. they don't we have need any linebackers. linebackers right? And so. There's, there's other there's this? other ways of uh, of skinning this cat, okay? So all right, yeah. if 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 you can't find edge rushers, you got one at linebacker. Play him at edge rusher and and sign you a linebacker mm-hmm. or three or three. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so so I mean, so it, it, again, the sky, it comes my, down to what kind of money you're going to sign. Well, and here's and here's the other rusher. thing. Everybody's saying, well, okay, now they because his his average was going to be 14 million a year, right? But you don't immediately count $14 million a year against the salary cap. So what his cap charge was going to be for the first year was $6 million. So that's all they got to play with, right? right? It, 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 for this year, it's $6 million. It's not like, okay, they got fourteen. Well, let's go spend $14 million on somebody else. No, it doesn't work that so way. So the cap that Cooper uh, created for us, that's pretty much used up with the uh, – Two contracts with um, Schultz and and Gallup. Uh, 
primarily, although Schultz's contract, they'll get a long-term deal done with that. Which will ease the cap. He's not going to play under the, the cap tag, for a tag. Which is 10.9 million. 11.9 million. Yeah, yeah. 10. <coughs> 9, yeah. $11 million. But my point on, on the edge rusher thing is, if I'm behind, if if I'm back there making decisions, okay, Randy Gregory didn't take our offer, he moves on. I mean, I think you've got in your hip pocket that Micah Parsons card. You know? And you could always go that way. Right. I don't, and, 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 they don't know apparently you the, him there every down of right. every game. And, and, but apparently the draft has – there are some good edge rushers in this draft. There are other guys out there, whatever. There's a lot of guys, a lot and, of veterans and there's, out there. There's, 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 a lot of veterans guys. Yeah, and there's a number of ways to – you know, we focus so much on our own players that uh, we I lose sight of what else is around the league. You look around, and there are some guys out there that can right. contribute. Maybe they're not in every down, but a specialty pass rusher. I mean, Houston signed one, and there's Obo Okoronko, mm-hmm. <laughs> who I think has got a lot of potential. He was with the Rams the last four years, and the Rams are pretty set at, in their front seven, and now he gets an opportunity back home in Houston. I would have, you know, at a, he probably I don't know what he signed for, but it was a one-year deal. It wasn't for that much money. Bring him in here, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, as a third-down pass rusher. So whatever, you're saying you, know? you don't need to give a 33-year-old edge rusher a six-year, 120 million dollars. Man, man, that was crazy. I, I thought that was and guaranteeing too many years. 51 yeah, million. Too many years, dollars. man. That was impressive. I, 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 his agent must really be good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he sold. Or, or it shows you Buffalo had money to spend right. under mm-hmm. the cap. Which they're is not, amazing considering they're the team spend, that they've had. I know, but they're not spending on their quarterback, right? He's still under his first, first contract, contract, if I'm correct. Tell me who their running back is. Tell me who their slot receiver is now. <laughs> Cole yeah, Beasley. Right. Let go. <laughs> Who's available? Right. Okay. There he comes back. So, when we come back here on Mix Shots, oh, we move man. into the wide receiver realm on this team and other things that are going on that impact this team. Yeah, they'll make some moves eventually in free agency. Mm-hmm. Just not back. the first week. <laughs> Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. At AT AT&T... Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. 
All right, we continue with more mixed shots. We've uh, t- discussed edge rusher. We want to go wide receiver now? Let's go wide. Michael Gallup uh, just spoke to the media, had a conference call. 11.30, so after, he should be probably about done if it yep, was on time. And, uh, so that was a nice deal for him. And, of course, the uh, news of the past week, Amari Cooper is now a Cleveland Brown. Cowboys exchange sixth-round picks and pick up a fifth. And now they've got two other compensatory fifth-round picks, so they've got four five, four fifth-round picks in this upcoming draft. And you love that for the draft, don't you? <laughs> Start spending in things to move up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so Michael Gallup uh, signs a five-year deal, $57.5 million, could be as much as $62.5. Uh, he got a $10 million signing bonus, $23 million guaranteed. And one of the key things in his contract is they gave him a per-game roster bonus. So hmm. 58823 for each game he plays, up to $1 million a year. So he can add a million a year to that five-year deal for five more million. Has his uh, injury been updated? Uh, I mean, are they thinking still, like we talked, pup list, first six I, games? I, I don't know if it's six, if it's four. All I know is I, if I I know count, he's going to try to get back as soon as he can so he can get that right, roster bonus. If I count seven months, and that's kind of conservative, right, return for an ACL, mm-hmm. and he had it in the middle of February, that gets me through September. Would you like to hear what Michael Gallup said about it? What did he say? Yes. His goal is to be ready for the season opener coming off February ACL surgery. He, quote, you don't want to miss games, but you can't put a timetable on it. But that's obviously the goal. You want to play as soon as possible, but you've got to make sure you're right before you go out there. And, so that's nothing new. And yeah. seven. And seven and, 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 but that's the latest. And right? even if he, that's what he just said. Even if returns in seven months, you, I mean – you got to keep rehabbing, right? And by the time you get in, you're, you're going to miss the off season. Not to mention those routes are a little different against air versus right? a real person. Yes. So, so now week we have seven. To look for, week seven. You think? Start him on pup. Well, the, the the good thing is the season starts later again, right? Middle of September instead of the first of September, I think. Am I right? <laughs> it been like that? Bill's going to scroll. He's going to scroll. We'll it's, it starts out. the week after Labor Day, right? Well, last year, was it? I mean, it was September 9th because they started on a Thursday. Right. So and Labor September Day was 12th. late last year, too. September 5th yeah. or so. But anyway, <laughs> if you go through the whole month of September that you're not ready, you're going to miss two or three games for sure, right? And now you're in October. Do they put him on pup if he's not ready to go? And if you if you start on pup, you miss six games. You still got eleven regular That's season right. games to play. A whole college season, That's, right? There you go. So, so that lets you know what they think about Amari Cooper sending him to Cleveland. That was ugly. Uh, that was ugly. That well, is not the place I'd want to end up if I'm leaving the Cowboys. You know, leading the team all the time I was here. That's a tough one. To so, end up yeah, if you were Amari Cooper, okay, and you ha- so his salary, that $20 million? That's that's his base. His base, yeah, was twenty million base, and so he's still on his existing contract, Correct. and he's got that uh, guarantee coming up fifth day of the four Late days year. away. Yeah. Okay, uh, you would rather be a free agent, right, than go to Cleveland on the existing contract or not? <laughs> well, or not? I mean, what's the market out there? They got rid of Landry for him. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, and they need him. So you're, there's no pressure for you to... And they're not getting Deshaun Watson, by the way. That, yeah. that uh, was decided this morning. They, so the only that. way they can change your mind... They're gonna have, they sound like they're going to have an adult at quarterback now. Yeah, that's what they said an adult. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who yeah. said that? No, that's what that they was what, said. I think they it was Mort adult. reported it yesterday yes. that it, it was an, an anonymous uh, <laughs> yeah, <okay>. source <laughs> inside the Browns organization. They're looking is forward to it. They, they need to find an adult to play quarterback. Yeah. So the only way they can. So I'm thinking it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, only, yeah. that is what it's going to be. They, the only way they can convince him to redo the contract would be to give him signing bonus. Give me money up front. Right, and I don't have to work 18 weeks for 20 million dollars. I'll take half of it today, mm-hmm. and then I'll restructure my contract for you. But that leaves to me, after what we just talked about, Michael Gallup, 
maybe not ready for start of the season. The Cowboys just created another hole that they got to fill. That's what I'm saying. Now he's we the number get... one receiver. I don't care numbers, right? I don't care. He had 78 catches and CeeDee Lamb had 88 or whatever it was. Uh, or he had 68, whatever his catches were. 68 and 78 68, or something like that. 68, yeah. Uh, we still need wideouts. Who, 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 now, if it's CeeDee Lamb and what for the season? Exactly. Open? Tell me that. Oh, no, what Wilson. do you what no, are you what are you willing to pay for a veteran wide receiver right now? Depends how old. Like Julio Jones. Okay, let's throw his name out there. No, let's not. He's thirty three. Let's not. And, yeah, but he's an old. And we talked. Well, and he's got hamstring issues the right. last two seasons. And we talked about him during the season. Remember, we yeah. saw him on TV, and it was like. Where did Julio Jones go? He didn't look like the same guy. The injuries take its toll, man. Right? I mean, they really do. And it's it's shown and up the last quickly. two years. They you can just look quickly. at his his uh, playing time the right. last two years. And Tennessee went through a lot of trouble to get him. They gave right? up a second and a fourth. And, and the coach and never liked 10 him. Games out the of coach him. never liked him. They never got along. And so uh, if it's a veteran guy, then it would have to be a one-year prove-it deal to me. Now, Jarvis Landry's out there, right? How much does he want to – say everybody – but the question is how much do they want to make? And if it's April and you're still sitting out there and everybody's reporting to off-season practice, you might take a little less. You're sitting there going, huh, I don't have a job, and I better get going. And Landry was a good receiver until this whole Baker Mayfield thing started coming up. The shoulder injury that really affected both of their their production, right? Mm-hmm. And it all fell back on Landry. And from then on, they're pressing. Beckham's still there at that time, and they're pressing, trying to make things happen. And Landry's play suffered because he missed a lot of passes. And when that when that light is shine on you, and you're the number one guy, and you don't come through. It gets brighter and brighter. And that's what happened with Landry. His career was decent. His career was more than decent. But this past year did not hold up to the standards that he's used to putting out. So, having said that, do you think C.D. Lamb is a number one receiver? I do. I think C.D. Lamb is a number one receiver. I do think he can handle that. We can put him in different places. We can put him in the backfield. At the same time, having somebody like Michael Gallup out there, not first seven games, obviously, but when he's on, having the, having him out there trying to do things. Here's what we did last year, and Michael Irvin brought up a good point. We had a lot of good players, but they're not the great players. They're not the two. They're not the guys that we need to come through. And as we went down the stretch, and the the line started, you know, having problems, and we started having problems passing the ball. That that's who needed to step up for us. The the superstars, mm-hmm. the CD Lambs, the Coopers. Okay, they did not step up for us. Uh, and if they did step up, we didn't have enough time to give them the ball. And that really affected it, everything with the Cowboys. So to me, well, like Michael Irvin said, you got to go to your stars, no matter what. You can't go to Cedric Wilson right now. You see what happened with that. You, this is crucial. We can't call Cedric Wilson's play. We can't call his number. This is the time. This is why we pay C.D. Lamb. This is why we give him all the hype. This is why we pay Cooper. This is what we brought him back for. Gallup, we need you guys to come through for us right now. We didn't allow them to do that. We didn't call their number when it was time. So you've only got one number to call right now. you now. got one. Well, maybe two. Well, maybe, maybe two. two with Schultz. Depending. Well, yeah. I but, think but I think I'll Schultz. I think Schultz ended up with the production he had because of the double teams' the, uh, yeah, ability every, to yeah. cover the Cowboys' wide receivers, right, right. and it's like, okay, well, let's go. But again. what they did, they they came up and jammed them. That's what they did. They squatted on every route, so they left the middle wide open. I mean, tight ends have made a living off of that forever. That's how that's how I learned Novacek's name. And how do you get rid of that? You run the football. That's right. And how do you run the football? That'll get us to our next subject. (laughs) (laughs) The offensive line, right? That's right. So now they've got a hole there. And, okay, so what's the status on uh, this Lyle Collins trade? Well, you can trade him. But it's thirteen million dollars in dead money. Mm-hmm. Either all you're only this saving year, a million and a half, yeah, right? Yeah, all this year or part this year and part next year. 
if you make them a but if you trade them you, you, it's you can't issue. designate them June one mm-hmm. right if you release them you ne- designate so what do you June. okay so it, but you don't get that money until June one on his base salary which could can sign a draft class half of it gets guaranteed here in in by the twentieth okay oh okay so I've got my uh, little March twentieth here. What happens? So what? On- what do you need? Okay, my question for you is: If you've made the decision that you're moving on from Collins, what do you need to get in return in a trade? To uh, off, uh, how high a draft pick do you need in order for you to take that rather than the benefit that you can have by designating him a post June first cut? I need more to- than the fifth. Mm-hmm. But who's going to give you that, knowing that? You're probably going to cut him, right? Well, I mean, you can say the same thing about Cooper. Who was going to give you right. a fifth? And that's what they got, uh-huh. right? Which made me laugh yesterday. Uh, Washington, and I finally got to type commanders. Yeah. But, but by mistake, I typed Commodores, <laughs> which I think is so a better it, name. Yeah, that's right. That would, that be would have been a name. good name. Commodores, that really right? would have been a good they name. Got, oh, they kind of got yes. Lionel to yeah, sing. Commanders is just so bland. Yeah. Yeah, but Commodores, man, that, that brings some spark, man. That brings, that brings a little anyway, spice to it. so evidently... <laughs> Washington Commodores. Uh, evidently... <laughs> would have been a great, great name, great. bro. They should have asked me. They should have asked me. Washington Commodores. But anyway, uh, they were. They Is it were, too late? Yeah, I think so. They've. They've. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so anyway, <laughs> they were. They were debating what to do with Matt Ioannidis. Uh-huh. Is that how I say it? Ioannidis? That's good. Yeah, you got it. And uh, evidently, they said they weren't going to trade him, right? And then they, or they weren't going to cut him, and then they cut him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well. It's like, of course, they're not going to say we're letting him go and then try to trade him. Who's right. going to trade for right. him, right? So the agent, uh, I, I think it's Alan, Alan Herman, he accused Washington of lying. And I said, imagine that, <laughs> an agent accusing somebody of lying. <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, so back to the offensive line. Uh, if I mean, if they're going to make that move, then they think Terrence Steele can step up and be the starting right tackle, right? Mm-hmm. But you still have an opening at guard. Mm-hmm. Because somebody thought Connor Williams was worth seven million dollars a year over two years. Mm-hmm. Two, well, fourteen million over two years. Fourteen, seven that's million what I meant. per year. Seven yeah. a yeah. year. Yeah. So now you got a hole there, and I'm sorry. There's not every draft a Zach Martin out there that you can qualify using a first round pick on for right. a guard. <laughs> He belittles such uh-huh. positions sometimes of strength and just brings them down. Well, you could you could trade down, like you did when you yeah. got a center right. in Travis Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> but he touches the ball every play, right? It's a guard. I'm not using a first round pick on a guard unless that guard is is, is, is your Zach eventual Martin. tackle, right? Exactly. So I'm drafting. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm yeah. drafting a tackle to play guard, because we're, we're sitting here, and, and, and you know, okay, say you cut Leo Collins, right? So, oh, Terrence Steele can step up and be the starter. Now, what happens at the third tackle? Who is it? The fourth round pick from last year out of Marshall. Okay, hopefully, because we're just what's ass- his name? Josh Ball. Josh Ball. Josh Ball, of course. Yeah. But we're assuming that Tyron Smith's just going to go out there and play seventeen games, right? And even when he got back, he struggled a little too. Uh, it wasn't the same Tyron Smith. So, so you're thinking draft a left tackle. Who can play guard? How about the second round? Can I get one that can play guard? Yeah. Sort of the way they did with Flozell Adams. Remember? He was Mm -hmm. a tackle. He started at guard and then moved outside uh, when they needed to put him at tackle. Uh, They did it with – they did it the next year with um, Solomon Page. 
Okay. Did the same thing. Oh, he probably. played, he played guard, <laughs> and then he went out and played tackle. That's what I would do. I'm not drafting a pure guard in the first round anyway. Well, have they developed now, you know, into players that can be multitasking players? I mean, that it's like nowadays you get you've got these uh, hybrid safeties that can play safety and linebacker. I mean, are we getting to the point to where linemen are getting groomed to where you can play tackle and guard at the same time? Because everyone acts like it's the nuances and the differences that is so vast that you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it'd be tough to be like a safety in a corner. So, do we need to move to the other spot they need to fill since you brought up that? <laughs> I guess so. You brought up two I things right so. away there with linebacker and safety. Yes. All right, one other thing, though, on offensive line. Yes. Are you out uh, now? When was Connor McGovern drafted in the th- in the third, thir- third, third round? round? What year is he now? This is four. Is this four? Uh, i got to look him I, up. I think it is. Okay. So what are you saying? Are, are, you, are you out now on Connor McGovern? Is he not a candidate to be a starting left guard on this team? Well, he got a chance. I know he got a chance. And, and he didn't play off. Oh, what about mm-hmm. our offensive line coach? Who is he? Joe Philbin. Joe Philbin. Is he still here? Yes. Is he the man? <laughs> is he the man? Can he coach? And McGovern was in 19, so, yeah, he'll be a free agent after, after this coming after season. Can, can, yeah. can he take, you know, these young guys and make I thought he better? did a pretty good job with Terrence Steele. There you go. From yeah. where he was as a rookie to how he played last year. So um, when you're talking about I, the guys with, with, with this potential, McGovern and guys like that, can he take them to the next level as a coach? Because, I mean, you've got, of course you've got talent. But when you have a system here that's based on running the ball, protecting the quarterback, can he bring these guys back to where we need them to be? We don't need superstars necessarily to be good linemen. We've had uh, average linemen blocking our defensive linemen all over the place last year when we couldn't stop the run. Do we need all pros to make this work on our offensive line? So you're saying you wouldn't spend – Three years, forty-nine and a half million on Brandis Scherf. Who was that? The, the <laughs> Washington uh, offensive guard who went to Jacksonville. Okay, okay. And oh, by well, the way, just, by the just way, unloaded. the Commodores just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to call them the Commodores. We're calling them the okay? Commodores. I remember the, the, no, because com- I would have. I would have that. We're calling the, the Commodores. Commodore, we're doing the, them a favor. The Go Commodores ahead, are. <laughs> they basically have made a trade of guards because Andrew Norwell, who was with Jacksonville, is right. now with the Commodores. And and Scherf <laughs> went to Jacksonville. That's right. Thirty-three million. In two years, thirty million guaranteed for a guard. And so, what was his pedigree? He was a Pro Bowl. Okay. You know, I mean, thing, he was good. Okay. One thing that doesn't work on the Commodores' nickname. <laughs> Carson, he is, he is gone. He's Car- not listening to a word. Carson, we're <laughs> Carson Wentz does not look like the quarterback no, of the Commodores. No, he does not. No, he, <laughs> does he's he? the Commanders, right? Yeah, he's the quarterback of the Commanders. No, not the Commodores. <laughs> No, you got to bring Haskins back in. Yeah, he'll <laughs> should have signed Teddy Bridgewater. That's right, Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Two Gloves, and the Commodores. Uh-huh. That is a great name, yeah. Teddy Two Gloves and the Commodores. Yeah, we're good. Jameis would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> Jameis Winston. And the is anybody surprised that Cedric Wilson got what he did for Miami? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised. No. And okay, good. Uh, all right, I, I had someone say, "Well, the Cowboys should have given him that money." What do you think? No. Three years, $22 million. That's a, that's To me, that would be a lot for your third receiver. That's what I'm talking about. And he played like a third receiver down the street. How much are they getting? Okay, they, they got to bring in a veteran, right? I think so. So how much then are you willing to pay this veteran? Not that much. So you're looking at and max got, $5 million? And he got guaranteed 1275 so over three years, that's like four million a year. So mm. they didn't really right. pay that much, but it's still four million a year when you're in the shape you are. I heard somebody start arguing. Well, who's going to throw the football? And it's like, <laughs> I, I'm worried about who's going to catch the football. I'm worried about the three end around passes. Mm. 
Okay, so we move next to what position? Let's go linebacker. Linebacker. Mm-hmm. Who's going to play linebacker for this team, uh, aside from Micah, when we come back here on Mix Shots? That's all we have. And if we have Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back back to Mixed Shots. Whether you're watching from home or cheering in the stands with SLR lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local SLR experts and find the perfect SLR lens for you. See more, do more, SLR. Okay, I got to get this. You got this? I saw, and I was trying to picture who that is. What it? Hmm. I was at a football camp. Yeah, I know. In Houston. Someone who was helping you coach. Yeah. No, I was helping him. Oh, you were helping him. (laughs) This guy. You don't recognize this guy? Uh, Wait, wait. What era is that? You don't recognize this guy? I do, and I can't. Who is he? Freaking Mizzou, dude. This is Mizzou, right? You went to Mizzou, right? Yeah. He went to Mizzou. Ron Fellows. No. (laughs) Ron Fellows. Think quarterback. It's not Phil Bradley. No, it's not Phil Bradley. Who's the other one? <laughs> the other one. The other one. <laughs> yeah, who's no. the other one? Actually, we've moved on from yeah. Phil. We've had several yes, you have. African-American quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> he got very politically correct there, didn't he? Several African-American quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't recognize him. That's Brad. Brad Smith. Thank oh, you. It, it is? Thank you, uh, uh-huh. didn't go to Mizzou. When did, his, when did his face get that big? Hey, man, you know. Look at his face. The screen's black. <laughs> he, was a, he was a skinny guy. That's him, dude. Is wow, it really? That's Brad yes, Smith. that's Brad Smith. What's he was he coaching. Doing? He was coaching the quarterbacks down there. Oh, at the At the, at the camp. Mm-hmm. At the camp. We were doing a camp for high school kids. But what's he doing like in life? Oh, I didn't ask him you that. I said, man, that? take this picture so I can send this to you. Ah, that's Brad Smith. No, I didn't. Nah, wow. man, that's this dude here, man. He influenced yeah. me a lot just from, you know, watching him play and that's only as like well as he did. At 15 Mizzou. years ago. He, he did a hell of a job. I, I really was inspired by him. Who's, you know, who's the greatest quarterback in Missouri history? Is it Bradley? No. He, he knows where I'm going gonna, with it. We're going to have to go way back. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Oh, it's, I know. It's Chase yeah. Daniel. Yeah, I, I got you. Okay, yeah. yeah. And yeah. by the way, he's coming back for his 14th year in the NFL. And he's played and a he's total of 10 five games. games. Five, five games. Five games. <laughs> 10, no, five. Five games. 
He's a Chargers re-signed. Oh, yeah. Just so go I ahead saw, and be okay, a coach, man. Second. I remember it, rem- it reminds me of we did a uh, when the old Cowboys channel, we did a high school football game. South Lake Carroll played Denton Ryan. Yes. And, a playoff game. And a playoff at game Texas at Texas Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. And Mickey, uh, Chase Daniel had committed to Missouri. So Mickey had to go check him out. So he goes down on the field because he just wanted to see how tall this guy was because he wasn't <laughs> sure he was tall enough to be able to play. And my conclusion was. <laughs> I'm a little worried about a short quarterback. <laughs> well, he kind of didn't. He play. wanted to see if he was taller yeah. than Mickey. <laughs> well, he didn't and, play, really. He did at Missouri and played yeah. well. Of, of course, Missouri, but I mean. And he put him back on the map. Oh, it's no doubt. No, and as a matter of fact, man, as a matter of fact uh, he did uh, a charity golf tournament, and it was for his charity and the University of Missouri, and I hosted the awards ceremony. So he was. Up Are you there. still taller than him? And I said, <laughs> I told the story. I did tell the story. He's gotten a little thicker, right? man. Yeah. He's looking thick. I told the story, <laughs> made people laugh, and he's standing next to me, got on his tippy toes yes, to show that yes. he was much taller yes, than I was. Yes, right? he's a little, yeah. a little rounder than you are. But uh, mentioning Phil Bradley, so. I was back in Columbia covering Missouri football. It was 1977, and Pete Woods was the starting quarterback, and in the season opener he got hurt, and they went to a freshman called Phil Bradley, who Mm -hmm. became the first black starting quarterback at the University of Missouri. 1977. He did a good job, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Played for the Seattle Mariners, too. And then he became a better baseball Baseball player. Yeah. He did. That was that's a good story. Yeah, Phil Bradley was was a good hero. As a matter of fact, he came here. He he left Seattle and went to. Was it Boston? He was leading the league in hitting. Wow. And 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 Phil didn't like doing interviews, right? And uh, I showed up in the dugout. And he saw me and. We started talking, and he goes, yeah, for you, I'll do an interview. <laughs> well, I, I, and everybody's like looking the... like, Phil Bradley's talking to you? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we go way back. Uh, he well, wound up with uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. I said Boston. Yeah, Baltimore. And that was, that was big time for me because I, I had my – that was 77. I was playing with Doug. You know, Doug was going for the Heisman. Right. And so then here comes Phil. You know, he comes in and just really starts balling. And it just really made you take a look at him. You know, and just look at what he was going through, because Doug was going through a lot of stuff at that time, mm-hmm. uh, being the first. Uh, and Phil did too. Yes, and yes, that's the, that's what we know at Grambling. We knew that without any reports coming out, we knew that he was going through a lot of stuff. Because here's Doug at HBCU going through all of these things and jump over all these hurdles, and so we knew what Bill. Uh, and Phil he was, was going taking through. heat, and it's like, hey, the kid's a freshman. He's Right out of high school, yeah. and he's starting now. Yeah, he was right? doing a lot, a lot of and criticism. And then he turned everybody's heads he sure the next did. three years. He was awfully mm-hmm. good. Linebacker, who? <laughs> where? Micah, no, where? Pa- Micah Parsons. Micah That's Parsons. a where. That's a where. Where and do you want him? People are shouting him? Bobby Wagner at you right now. Well, how much does Bobby Wagner want to play for? A lot of money. He does. At the he kind of at the end of That's what I'm thinking. He's in his thirties too, right? Right. Yes. I mean, you know, the Cowboys could have had Bobby Wagner back in yes, 2012. Could they afford in what that? draft? In the draft. Oh, okay, yeah. They so, okay. Uh, do, do we do we need to review that? Yes. No. Cowboys traded up. They traded the 14th pick and the 45th pick to move up to number six and took Mo Claiborne. <laughs> and they could have had they could have had Michael I think of Michael Brockers and um, hey man, and Bobby Wagner. Uh, let me say this: Mo Claiborne was a heck of a player in college. Thank mm, you. He was. I, I don't know what happened. He, he couldn't stay healthy. It, it was more than that. But it, he, he couldn't stay healthy, and then he lost confidence. He sure did. Uh, he sure did. But he was. I saw him play in person at LSU, and it's like, I want that guy. That guy. He was that guy. He was returning kicks. Mm-hmm. They, they they would start a game, the game I was at, and they would receive, and the whole place would stand up in anticipation of the ball going to Morris Claiborne. So, and, and yeah, we, we take just that. Got, we just got buzzard <laughs> luck on That was just buzzard but, luck but, on that one. But how much does Wagner want? I would like him to be my middle linebacker. Could he sign a, you know, I wonder what they paid um, the linebacker they got from Miami for like two years when Bill was here. Um, 
He was up for the Hall of Fame just recently. Zach Thomas? Zach, Zach Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. They, they signed him to like a two-year deal. Yeah, it wasn't much. It wasn't much. I mean, what, at the end but of his Zach, career, But Zach's from Texas, that? right? Yeah. From Texas? So yeah. that kind Texas of had time. a lot to do with it. So, I, uh, But, yeah, that would be fine. But uh, And, again, I keep hearing say, well, you got $14 million that you didn't give Randy Gregory. You give it to Bobby Wagner. I'll repeat it. He was only going to cost $6 million the first year against the salary cap. So that's what you say. Six so million. can we, based on that, can we still get Bobby Wagner? I don't know what he wants to make, and I mean, he's, and, and what other teams are offering? Right, the other team because it's not like the Cowboys are the only one that need a linebacker. So do we have right? a report on others that are looking at him? I have not heard that. I haven't seen that yet. Because um, I mean, he's been out there. Him online for sure. I saw, the, <laughs> I saw a couple of the Ravens reaching out to him, wanting him to go there. Uh huh. So and then that drives the price up, <laughs> yeah. right? Because we're in a free right. market here. Right. Yeah. So, but if you have Bobby Wagner, then that frees up Micah to do more things. Yeah. No, because you still no need another. You still right. need another linebacker. Right. I mean, it's 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 Micah Parsons right now, and like I said, and who? Well, I'm, I'm just well, saying a, a linebacker of that year. ilk, of that ability. Okay, and then you've got, I mean, yet Jabril Cox, who's coming I mean, off an injury. Yeah. Yeah, and he Jabril played. wasn't bad. He played five percent of the defensive mm-hmm. snaps right. last year. You're hoping. See, the whole key to this whole thing is going to be guys like Jabril Cox stepping up and filling these holes. Mm-hmm. Can he step up? You mentioned Josh Ball. Mm-hmm. He kind of laughed, but seriously, mm-hmm. they thought he was going to compete for the third tackle. Can Chauncey uh, Golston mm-hmm. step up and be a defensive end? They need – can Simi Fihoko – is he a player? I don't know. Fifth-round pick, they didn't use him very much. Can he They're going to have to now. Right? They're going to have to if now. If some of these guys can make half the jumps that Diggs did from one to two, yeah. that's right. what you're hoping, Diggs. right, Mick? I agree. Because now O.C. O'Diggy-Zoo has got to – I mean, he's got to be a player. They, they don't he have showed, any other, He showed signs of it. He showed sure signs did. of it, mm-hmm. but they don't have – you know, the other – who's the other defensive tackle? Um, Gallimore. Gallimore, yeah. and they need Bohanna to step up Gallimore's and gone? be a player. No, Gallimore's no, here. here. No, the, the ones that uh, that signed the one-year deals were yeah. Brent Urban and oh, Carlos yeah. Watkins, and so they're free agents. As a matter of fact, right I just saw Malik Collins signed a Yeah, nice deal with uh, Houston. Nice yeah, deal with nice Houston, deal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was a guy they didn't want to lose. It was the same mm-hmm. thing with Anthony Hitchens. Would he like to come back? There, on there's another one right there. At linebacker. He's kind of at the end. Now, he would be one that would be more in the the salary range that you're talking about. And I think he still has a home here. Yeah. Um, So that would be – I could see that. He was in in one of the bunker suites at the Thanksgiving game. Well – like, he, like, no, like they they had the they had the week off, so he decided to oh, come to the uh, week <laughs> off. I was like, wait a minute! I, I thought you <laughs> meant, no, I thought you meant when we went to Kansas City. I thought I saw him on the field. No, no, no. no. When Kansas Kansas City had that week off, right? They had mm-hmm. their bye week that week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's funny because if you look down, there's a suite in the end zone where I think uh, a couple of the players had a suite down there, and he was sitting front row watching the game. I was like, oh, that's very interesting. interesting. And I think that's a, you know, and and I haven't seen his name come up, you know. So what about a one- or two-year deal? And You know, he was still starting for Kansas City. It, he was a cap casualty. All of a sudden, you and know. he'll the, turn 30 in June. They gave him, still, yeah. they that, gave him that big contract mm-hmm. when the Cowboys thought, okay, let him go into free agency. We'll find out what he's worth. And Kansas City paid and him they well. Got a ring. What do you think is going to happen with Leighton Vander Esch? I don't know. I Are you surprised he hasn't back. signed with anybody yet, Mick? Am I surprised? Yes. Um, I am not. Somewhat, but not really. Mm-mm. And you might be able to get him back on a one-year that tells you prove that, it that deal. That tells you that he's not getting the offers that because he would be jumping at something, right? I would think so. Yeah. I think he wants to come back. Uh, I don't know, though, what the price would be and, and how much they pay. I think the, the price is coming down. Because, look— if if you're just a pure middle linebacker, they're not going to pay you as a 60-snap-a-game starter because you're coming out on, on nickel, downs right? Third nickel, yeah. Which gets us to J. Ron Curse. You know, can they re-sign him? 
God, it sounds so. like he's not getting a lot of action, and it sounds like he's kind of mad about it. He should be. This guy should have been the Pro Bowl. Because he played awfully well. Yes, he did. In his role. Now, maybe other teams say, well, we're not playing that type it of defense. It doesn't matter. This kid can play. But you can find a spot for yeah. him, right? He's a strong safety. Okay? If you want to look at him as just a strong safety, then he's one of the better strong safeties in the NFL, period. And and so the Cowboys did resign Hooker, but it was a very cap-friendly deal, by the way. It, it, it was it was two years, $7 million, but he only got $1.7 million of a signing bonus. Uh, and yeah, his cap. Said, his, I keep looking at these numbers. Uh, he only got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, just, just think about would that. Would you have man. jumped at I it? I jumped. <laughs> I would have jumped over the moon. He's got a $1.3 million base salary. So his cap hit the first year of $2.5 million. <laughs> so if you get a starting how does he safety. live on that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> if you get a starting safety for that, and you still have Donovan Wilson, but. The role Curse played was part safety but part linebacker, right? That's the difference. That's the di- and Wilson can't do that. And they would like to have him back. But, again, it comes down to what somebody else can offer. And really, on, like on Layton and all these line, the market hasn't been set for those inside linebackers yet. And when Wagner's going to – Set it. Gonna, yeah. People are waiting to see. Because there are some linebackers out there. Uh, Rashawn Evans from Tennessee – uh, Dante Hightower is out there. Mm. Um, you're, there's I thought others. somebody just got signed. Miles My, Jack. Yeah, Miles Jack got uh, two years. Did he get two years? Sixteen million. I think that from Pittsburgh. From Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. And he was a cap casualty in Jacksonville, and so they let him go, and then he signed quickly with Pittsburgh. He's a good player. Yeah. He's yeah. A good he player. had probably. You go back to that was the 2016 draft, and the Cowboys had a decision to make: uh, Jalen Smith or Miles Jack, both coming off injuries. You mm-hmm. remember Jason Garrett talked to us right after that draft, yes. and, and the medicals that they had on on Jalen uh, was that they felt like that he. He, the in, the knee injury he had, he'd be able to come back from and have a longer career than the Miles Jack knee injury from back then. So the other two linebackers that have signed um, are, were uh, Jordan Hicks. He got right. a yep. two-year, it, $10 million With Minnesota. With Minnesota. And the other one was Oren Burks, who was with Green Bay Green. last year, signed with San Francisco. Are these guys any good? two years, $5 million. Jordan Hicks had a nice year with Arizona. Yes. So yeah. you're talking some very affordable numbers. Yeah. If that's the one that's that inside linebackers tone. typically yeah. don't get that much, you know. And Wagner brings you something different, you know. Well, pedigree. Yeah. 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 And, and leadership. Leadership yeah. and all that stuff. Which they I mean, can use. I mean, he basically. You know, that's the other thing they lose, by the way. I didn't bring it up with uh, Cooper. Like, is C.D. Lamb like the leader of the wide receiver group? I don't know the, how much he says. I know Michael Gallup doesn't say much. How much was Cooper? Oh, I think he commanded some attention. He, com- in, in he commanded his, respect. In his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was a pretty good leader. And, you know, maybe in his third year, a CD steps up and, you know, kind well, of. Well, and the up. other part of that is if Cooper, who is the, the, he wasn't a crusty veteran, but he had been in the league a, long, a lot longer than those other wide receivers, they are all going to, because they respect him. Right. He's the. Now, now we see what kind of leaders the other guys can be because right. because the big dog's out of the room now. And we never got to the kicking situation. Oh, yeah, that's right. At least the punter. Uh, has Johnny Hecker signed here yet? I don't think so. But, I mean, how much does he want compared to what somebody's going to offer Brian Anger? I'm going to miss Anger. I'm going to miss him, I promise you. That is our that was our twelfth defensive. But they player. got the deep snapper resigned. That's great, Jake McQuaid. Just don't know who he's snapping to. <laughs> yeah, no, that was our twelfth defensive player. Anger, he, he set us up really well on field position. He was pretty darn consistent. He right? was. He mm-hmm. was. And that's a thing that you know the kicking situation. If you look back, it had always been very consistent, right? LP Latticer, Dan Bailey, Chris Jones. Take that stuff for granted. Right? Okay, we yeah. as we close it out, who's the who's one guy that you'd like to see the Cowboys sign in the next week before we convene again? Do you have one player that you would like to see them sign? It can be it can be it doesn't have to be the highest 
dollar figure, or I mean, it can be a kicker, it can whatever. It can be a punter. It can be easy. Brian Inger. It's easy. It can be a guard. J-Ron. J-Ron Curse. They have to sign okay. him. They have to sign him. Well, the one that they absolutely have to sign just to cover themselves is Dorrance Armstrong at, at defense. And that's close, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah, that's real close. Now, if I got a wish list, I, I'd love to see Bobby at. Wagner. That's my guy. If if they can if afford it. If they can afford it. And everybody it. see everybody's like, oh, they gotta get this guy, they gotta get you gotta be able to afford him and not only afford him for 2022, but 2023, 2024, because they've ran out of adding voidable years to Dak Prescott's contract, right? And Zach, right. And next year, that contract's going up to double digits. In the his his cap charge is going to be about thirty million dollars. But then the new the new TV contract and hopefully coming. that absorb allows you to absorb some. So mm-hmm. yeah, so you got a plan. It's not just this year, but for this year, like the Randy Gregory thing. You know, everybody's like, well, you could have franchised him. Well, that was going to be nineteen million dollars. And as you saw the way the contract was structured, he was only going to count six this year, mm-hmm. not nineteen. So those are the things you have to consider when saying, I want this, I want that. Sort of like raising your children, right? I want this, I want that, but they don't know how much it costs. Yeah, I want them out at 18, and then they end up moving back at 36. Yeah, it happens. It just happens. It just happens. We're we're sending that clip to your son. (laughs) All right. That does it for this edition of Mixed Shots. No telling what will happen. In five minutes. <laughs> or, or for sure, <laughs> like time in seven time. days. Oh, it's That's already right. happened, guys. So we That's will see you again next goes. Thursday at 1130. <laughs> Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?